of session 26, Beyond the Ancient Doors. So, as all of these inanimate objects seem to spring to life, you see that as soon as they have taken a steady place on the ground, they begin to kind of writhe and convulse and wiggle, and you can see as all of them change into almost the same uniform form of these purplish-black, multi-pseudopeded, creatures with these giant gaunt mouths filled with razor sharp teeth and numerous eyes dotting all around their head. So. Spider things? No. Just numerous eyes okay. all along the, the rim of like their very squat heads. Okay. So with that, we're going to roll initiative. Since I am, can I ask a question that won't affect anything? Yeah. Since I'm by Alistair, can I would I be able to see that he can't? By now, it's turned into the creature. Is it like, is it like face hugger though? Like, is it, or is it No, just his hands are attached to one of the pseudopeds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to see just, if I had to cut it off or what's Is he grappled? He is currently grappled. Okay. But let's By roll an issue first, okay? All right, Alistair. I rolled a. I'm not bad. A 17. Oh. Lindala. 19. Meryl. 18. Mm. Nicholas rolled a 22. God. Nice. Nice. Raffinax. 14. Sweet. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm. Renalia. Not one for a four. Dang. Yeah. Arthur rolled a 19. Ozark is not out of play. Oh, he's out of play. True. He is gone. He's in his little apartment. Yeah. Living room. He's on he's on book duty. I like to think of it as townhouse. Hobbit house. Yeah. I always picture it as a loft. Yeah. A loft. Oh Penthouse? A loft above mm. Morgan's garage. Mmm. What are we doing this weekend? Or Morgat's Chinese restaurant. Whenever we get the ability to he does do eat cats. interplanar yeah. interplanar interplanership. Inter- interplanar yes. travel. It, yeah, that. We just, just gotta, like, gotta, we just gotta go. Renalia is out the, out the game right now. We were told the in the four last initiative. campaign that the celestial plane is completely off limits. All right, you guys. Sorry, I actually hit the wrong button. Damn. Does that mean I can re roll initiative? 
<laughs> I guess it does if you've forgotten it. Alistair? No, so it was a 17. Bad. 17. Yeah. Lindbala? 19. Meryl? 18. Nicholas was, is a 16. Right to make you roll a 14. 14. 14. We're normally at 4. Yeah. Go for the names. 55. All right. That makes it Tharkoon's turn first with an initiative of 24. He's outside, okay. Well, not outside, but he's outside the room. Cool. Oh. Mm-hmm. Alright. Mm-hmm. All right. The, uh... So Tharkin goes first. They figure out what Tharkin's gonna do. Indeed. Tharkoon is going to take five feet forward. He is going to look at number three, and he is going to take his staff and slam it on the ground. And when he does, this just echo of thunder billows out, and the creature that's kind of like plopped onto the table right here just just takes the thunder and is forced to make a constitution saving throw. Alright, we're in combat. I'll call you back. That was Jeff. He said, fuck us for not telling us we were on talk, not telling him we were on the break. Oh. That was only a nine. I don't know. So, as you can see, this thunder sweeps over this creature. It seems taken aback by this blast, and it is stunned. Ooh, okay. Stunned. Till the end of your next turn. Is that power word stun? That'd be a pretty big spell. That's eighth or ninth level spell. Eight. Would it be like just a thunder spell? Like also. Shocking grass, old person. He didn't touch him. But he said it was a big thunder Yeah, that's power word stun. Alright, that'll end his turn after he moves ten feet back. He wouldn't use eight. That makes it the giant mimic's turn. Oh. Which one's the giant one? One that has you. Oh. Bet. Damn. Fuck. It's grappling me, isn't it? My initiative's so low, I can't help. You are grappled, which reminds me I need to put you. Well, let me see what happens next. This is. Yeah. That is just an action. So, with that, very early on in the combat, Meryl, Renalia, you haven't even really had time to react before this pseudoped just changes from a telescope into this giant mimics. And you see as Alistair, like, yelling, is being dragged closer to this creature. And you see as his jaw unhinges and engulfs Alistair. Like, completely? Yes. He swallowed? Oh, Oh. gosh. Hold on. Do I get a chance to do anything? (laughs) Nope. Not according to this. Again, canonical creature, not mine. I think I got something. If you don't, I do. I think I got something. Alright, you are restrained. Mm-hmm. 
Would you mind if I if I googled that to see what all the conditions affecting me are? Uh, I can tell them to you. Okay. Please. You said this was giant mimic number one, or just is it? This the is only giant, giant mimics. mimics. The only giant mimics. Yeah. yeah. The rest are. Uh, a restrained creature speed becomes zero, and it cannot benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So that still makes it its turn. That was its whole action to do that. Mm-hmm. So that, that is exactly how you would uh, look me in the telescope and the telescope just. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to go five. Well, no, it's going to stay put. Actually, that ends its turn. Linvala, that makes it your turn. The creature in front of you is stunned. There's still the one that's over there by the door, and you're not quite sure what's going on in the room behind you. Is that stunned? Mm-hmm. Wait, it has a, I have advantage on the attack against it. Okay. I have to check. Yeah, has advantage. Yeah. Well, thanks to those gauntlets, it's still an 18 to hit. 18, I believe, will hit. All right, and I'm going to pump a... Oh, wait a second. I've got this. We're going to say that's three... Okay, sorry. What, uh, 18 to hit, we'll hit. Alright, and I'm going to pump a blinding smite into it. Okay. So, 3d8 for the radiant. Plus 5. Might need to bump that air down just a little bit. It's a little toasty. It is. I feel great. We roll one. Uh, do you mind doing that? Because Meryl's up next. Not a bit. Where's the thermostat? It's upstairs. If Ginny's up there, just ask her if you can bump it down a little bit. 16 radiant damage and 10, so for a total of 26. 26? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't... So, Blinding Smite is concentration, mm-hmm. and it says the attack, so it's not every attack that hits after a... It's just the one. Right. So, it's the concentration is just to see if it... Correct. Yeah, does it's he concentration have, until you hit. Does he have any save to see if he's yes. blinded? Okay. He needs to make a constitution saving throw. DC 15. You're not super great at that. <clears throat> That's a 9. Yeah, yeah, he no. is blind. No. But this vent has not opened. She said no. Yes. It was a 68, but this vent wasn't open. Gotcha. Okay. For, for oh, that made it one. a lot yeah, Ooh, yeah, I, I, feel feel I feel it. That by itself helps. Alright, so he is blinded. Okay. Thank you. He's blinded. He took damage, and I'm going to hit him again. You're going to hit him again? Ooh, Ooh, that is a 28 to hit. 28 will hit. Mm-hmm. Fourteen more points of damage. It's Meryl. And I'm just last. I can't pump another smite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's every turn. Cool. Yeah, are you going to pump a smite into that second attack? Yes. Just roll the smite damage, okay? Because I've already added the 14. Gotcha. So, let's do a first level. Can I get 2d8s? Right? Yep. Reroll ones and twos. That's eight more damage. Eight more damage. And I did 
did my bonus action. I'm not going to move. That's my turn. All right. That and makes it Meryl's turn, I do believe. Looking pretty bad. I will go what? ahead and no, cast haste on myself. <laughs> she just okay. Oh, um, I will use my hasted action to do a single melee attack on it. Okay. That's cool. That's really good. Yeah. Um. Twenty-four to hit. Okay, hold on one second, because now that I think about it, I'm sorry. It's trying to bring it to job. It's twenty-eight. Trying to bring it to job. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, so I'm not seeing anything where. Essentially, the mimic is my armor. Well, no, he's bigger than you. Yeah, so he's better. Um, yeah, I'm saying he's engulfed you, but you, he was actually bigger than you before yeah. you were engulfed. Um, I'm not seeing anything where the adhesion property works on the weapons that are hitting it, right? Do you know mimics? No. Okay. Never mind then. Yeah, that does. It's everything's fine. Okay, go ahead. What was it? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. Okay. God, you hit it and it just takes your hand off. It just does six points of thunder damage, but it has disadvantage on attacking anybody but me. And that is from uh, my Thunder Gauntlets. Your Thunder Gauntlets. Okay, perfect. All right. Does that end your turn? Yes. That makes it Alistair's turn. Alistair, at the beginning of your turn, Mm -hmm. I need you to take 18 points of acid damage. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's digesting. Yep. And you cannot breathe. Okay. You're You're good for a few minutes. Yeah. I'm good, actually, for exactly seven minutes. Seven rounds of combat. Yep. No, right. 70 rounds of combat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 70 turns. I would like to, even expelling a little bit of what air I have, say, probably not a good idea, friend, and cast Flaming Sphere inside of it, centered on me. Mm-hmm. I will also take this damage. Mm-hmm. But I need it... Can it succeed on a dexterity saving throw from a five foot from flaming inside? sphere inside? I would say no. no. Probably not. <laughs> Can I? Hold on, hold on one second. Let me, <laughs> let me read this real quick. Probably not. I would also say no. I'll take it. it I, I'm, that, yeah, that's for sure, but I think you automatically feel that safe because you're restrained. Oh, no, yeah. I have a disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. Okay, yeah, there's only one way you can get out, but this can deal damage to it. Yep. Okay. Let it burn fire. Just hold mm-hmm. it. It takes... Does it auto-fail the deck save? I would say so, yeah. It takes 20 points of fire damage. Gotcha. Okay. I would also take the same amount of damage. Take Do I, I don't. Get, I fail the deck save automatically, Yeah, too. but yeah. you're fire resistant. Yep. So I take 10. Yep. Very nice. Alright, right, and is. the sphere, it is concentration, so mm-hmm. mark me down for concentrating. Okay. You uh, said ten, uh, 20 points. It takes 20 points, yes. Okay. And you are also concentrating. Yes. I'm concentrating too, if that matters. I am as well. Okay, hold on. Everybody's really... Meryl, you are concentrating? Here. Yes. Um, If I could read this spell to you just a little bit. Uh, one second. I don't think I could have done that. Ah. Okay. 
Okay. Because it says in an unoccupied space if you're choosing. Yeah. So. So I, I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, so give it 20 hit points back. Give myself the, the 10 back. That would have been really cool though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just did damage to you. Okay. Hold on. There's no damage. Okay. But. I think that we should probably roll with the fact that you tried to cast it because we're this far along. Okay. Okay. It didn't. It didn't work. This is why we. I'm not trying to harp on it or anything like that. But it's like I said a few sessions ago. We've got to make sure that we're familiar with our spells. Okay. So you try to cast it and nothing happens. You can see the initial flame, but it doesn't take okay. because it's an occupied space. And I'm assuming that it's too far past uh, the reaction of damage to be hellishly. Uh, Hellish Rebuke is a reaction. Yes, okay. taking acid damage. You took acid damage. Yes. So, no, I would say you could do that. Okay, I'll go ahead and do Hellish Rebuke. You can use a reaction on your turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because a held action is also a reaction. Yeah. yeah. So. I'll do Hellish Rebuke on it. I need, I'm inside of it. I need it to make a dexterity saving throw. I don't know if it can save from it or not. And the Hellish Rebuke is something that you have a range on. No, it's just yeah, I have 60 feet of Hellish Rebuke. Yes. Oh, okay. So, yes, he would make a Dexterity saving throw. All right. Okay, so... Dexterity... That is a 14. 17. Yep. 22 points of fire damage. 22 points of fire damage. Oh, yeah. Even. Yeah, but now I burned uh, one of my precious spell slots and it did nothing. My fault, though, because I didn't... It's all good, man. It's like I said, it's a learning curve. We just got to be sure that we're very familiar with the spells before we use them. Yep, yep. All right. I've got a lot of tags on the board. Okay. Concentrating, concentrating, restrained, concentrating, uh, stunned, blinded. So that was my action, my reaction. Uh, I still have no movement because it's reduced to zero of being restrained. Right. And I do have my bonus action, correct? Yes, as long as the Hellish Rebuke was not your bonus action. I think it was not. It was gotcha. your reaction. Gotcha. Um... I have nothing I can do with my bonus action, so I'll try to scream. Wiggle. <laughs> Give it a tummy ache. No. Yeah, 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 wiggle. I'm going to scream from inside of it. I'll get you, strange ones! <laughs> <laughs> all of uh, Meryl and Rinalia, you see as this uh, mimics just all of a sudden erupts in fire momentarily. Hmm. Alright, that makes it Nicholas's turn. Nicholas is going to cast a Bardic Inspiration to... Rathamax, because he's right there next to him. So you have a 1d10 inspiration dice. Nice. Alright, that makes it number two's turn. He is still stunned until the end of Tharkoon's next turn. So and he's, blind. and he's blinded. And he's blinded. So he can't do anything. That poor crippled thing. <laughs> that makes it Rathamax's turn. Uh, I would like to cast Command okay. on Giant Mimics. Um, Do you have to be able to see it? Do you know what's going on in there? Probably. I was going to say move up five yeah, feet. Yeah, move up. Yeah, there you go. And then you can see what's going on. I want to cast command mm -hmm. on the mimic, on giant mimics. Mm -hmm. And this is obviously your discretion. It's a one word command. And it says that I can, um, you determine how this works. I want, the, the one word command that I want to use is release. Vomit. I just Regurgitate. Want, Regurgitate. I just want it to 
Throw up. Just throw up. Uh, okay. Alistair. We asked this, but does it have to understand you? It does have to understand the language that I'm speaking. Oh. That might be a... Which you already knew that going in. So yes. I will I will tell you that the giant mimic... Mimics. Sorry. Does not have any spoken language. Fucking shit. Okay. You don't speak it telepathic. No, it's it's a it, it's a verbal and it has to understand me. Um. So the question is, you can see that's kind of meta for me to tell you that. But I knew that it needed to speak. Uh, like I hadn't yeah. got there. So yet, essentially, we'll phrase that as a question yes. and not that you actually did it. Yes. But, Can I do this? Yes. But in the future, whenever you use that, uh-huh. just just think to yourself: Would it be able to understand me? Okay. And I won't be able to answer <coughs> in the future. Okay. Okay. So. This one does not specify that it has to understand me, so I'm going to cast Compelled Duel instead on Giant Mimics. Okay. You understand? Well, you wouldn't know that. Never mind. Okay, so Compelled Duel, what's the save? Uh, Wisdom 14. Wisdom 14. That's a 14. It beats it. Beats it. Exactly. So he is now compelled to fight me and only me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Does that um, does that counteract what you're doing? No, he still has disadvantage on it. Yeah. Okay. Because yours was a magical ability. Yes. It's a it's a magical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, on a failed save, the creature is drawn to you, compelled by your divine command. For the duration, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than me, mm-hmm. and it must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space more than thirty feet away from me. Okay, so yeah, so he would still have disadvantage because you've got two things going him. on. Yeah, he yeah. Has disadvantage against everybody. Yes. <laughs> well, except for Meryl. Except for yeah. No. No, because because Meryl's not. Oh no! Yeah, that encompasses that. Meryl is not revenant. He is very confused right now. All right, does that end your turn? It does, and I am con. Well, no, I'm sorry. I am concentrating now. Okay. Um, and is there one? And I am not concentrating while you're doing that. Uh, do I have enough movement to get to him to attack him? Uh, you only spent five feet. Yeah, so I'd like to move up to attack him too. Alistair is not concentrating. Would I know before I do that? Would I know that attacking him is going to harm Alistair? You'd have to figure that out on your own. I will swing it once. Okay, gotcha. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Over something like not the Okay. Yeah. That is a 22 to hit. That hits. That's basic. Uh, re-roll those. Not much better. That's eight points of damage. Okay. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you cut into its flesh. You don't see any tiefling legs sticking out. <laughs> then I'll fucking do it again. I think I'm, I misunderstood you earlier based on this. Since Rathanax went to cast Command and it couldn't, mm-hmm. I, but I went to cast the Flaming Sphere and it, it couldn't. Yeah, no, it's because we've... If you're asking me, it's because he hasn't had any situations where it... Yeah, I just yeah. didn't want to misunderstand Yeah, it. no, it's I'm, I'm giving him gotcha. a little bit of a break. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. And you've already given me plenty. Yeah. <laughs> 19 to hit it again. Uh, 19 will hit. 
it's 11 points of damage. Okay. And that one's going to smite. Okay, I will wait to add. So, factor that 11 in. Yeah. We're going to do second level smite, which is going to be... 3d8. What was the number? Eight? <clears throat> Eleven? Eleven. Eleven. Sixteen. Twenty. Twenty-one points of damage. Twenty-one points of damage. Okay. Does that end your turn? It does. Okay. That makes it Renalia's turn. Okay, uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. So, does it look humanoid or does it look more mechanical? It's definitely not mechanical. It's 100% organic, but so, it is far like from humanoid. It's like a monstrosity. Yeah, it's like these writhing masses of like pseudoped tendrils and it's standing up on about four of them. Did we already did we already rule that charm person couldn't work on it? Because hey, it has uh, to be like a humanoid thing. Hey, I didn't remember what we did with Tarkin. Hold on one second. Okay, you're asking if charm person would work on a mimic. Yeah, it would not. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead with this cloud. According to the initiative tracker, there's a mimics between me and Renalia. Oh, mimics yeah, number mimics one. Did not go. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I must have hit it twice. Thank you. No, it's not your Sorry. bag. That was my bad. Um. Uh, five, ten, fifteen. Oh wait, they don't have that. He's stunned. He's not. He is. Okay. Um, 5, 10, 15. Yeah. Um, they really don't have a lot of movement. He's going to use his action to get up to Linvala. Uh, when he does that, I'm going to use my reaction to smack him. Okay. To smack him. Ooh, no. Grab that. Please. What's that? It's a dice. It's going to go flip. Oh, is it? I thought it was all over there. It's reaches. Here. <laughs> so fast. It's reaches five foot, Ooh. so he would have had to have gotten within your space. Eighteen plus eight to hit. That hits. Mm-hmm. It's speed drop to zero now, right? That's sent. Yes, she doesn't have that yet. Yes, she does. Oh, you she do have that. Yes, and it ends at the lamppost master. So it would have. Oh no, that's right because I remember. Okay, I was thinking because it ended up attacking her anyways, but his reach was ten feet. That's what yeah. it was. Not that she didn't have sentinel yet. Yeah, he still would have had to use his action to get there. Yeah, its speed is zero for the rest of its turn. Gotcha. For the rest Un- of until, the turn. Until its next turn, right? Yeah. He can't make any more movement because he moved into your zone and you have Sentinel. Yep. Okay. That makes it Renalia's turn. Okay, sorry. One more question. Okay, so since I have two people also whacking on it, do I get speed attack? He has an enemy within five feet. Okay. So, so it's just it's just no advantage, but I get sneak attack if I hit. Cool. Which one are you attacking? The giant mimics. Nice. 
Because that's one of the components for sneak attack, right? Is having an ally within five feet of the enemy. Yeah, it says you don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. Yeah. Okay, so. I was thinking for some reason that might be just range attacks. Mm -mm. No, because you can sneak up and. Um, so that is. 26. 26? Mm -hmm. Okay, 26 points of damage. Okay, so this is with my short sword. Um, and I am, does it hit? It, it does. Okay, so I'm specifically trying to, I'm trying to rip his mouth off, basically. I'm trying to take a jaw off. Yeah, that's one of those things. It's just a flavor. Yeah, you just, yeah you're, try, you're trying to stab into his, like, teethy yeah. <laughs> Just for flavor. Mouth. I'm trying to get yeah, Alistair exactly. out. Okay, so sneak attack is, let's see, 5d6, short sword is 1d6, so 6d6. Wait a second. What was was that? Twenty six to hit. Oh, twenty six to hit. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I did that wrong. Go ahead. Sorry. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, plus three, twenty four. Twenty four points of damage. Oof. Gotcha. You did right. say 23 plus 3, which would be 26. Oh, sorry. 26. I'm sorry. I can't count. Two more points of damage. Math is hard. Math is hard. It's three more points. Okay. <laughs> potato, potato. Y'all are, are throwing me for some loops here. Okay? It's 26 points, yeah. goddammit. Yeah. Potato, tomato. When you give me, when you give me your damage in, in four part increments, that's, it gets a little confusing. Mm -hmm. How do you think we feel, Mr. 10 points necrotic, 10 points radiant, 10 points slashing? We've only done two at once. Alright. Does that end your turn? Um, let's see. I am I'm sorry, going to. That was very close. Well, this actually this good. Um, let's see. Let's Sorry. Is a short sword light melee weapon? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I will do two hand attack and smack it again. Okay. I'll just do one d6 if I hit. This is your offhand attack? Yeah. Okay. Is that a bonus action? Yeah. Well, um, that is a 11. 16. It's only an 11. It's probably not going to hit. No, no. Okay. So you do slash at it, but it manages to dodge just before the sword strikes. Sorry. It's Is okay. It, no, don't worry about it. Is that in your turn? Yeah, that ends my turn. That makes it Tharkoon's turn. It's on, yeah. I'm, I'm we surprised. top of the round now? Can I get it? Yeah, we are top of the round now. Yeah, I'm dead believe. last. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how I'm going to roll a 14 and still be that low in the initiative track. This was a weirdly oh, good initiative roll for us. Yeah. Not for me. Why would you say that? Not for me. Rogues don't need to go first. Extra it's kind of good for them to like, have damage. the battlefield move and then they can hide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where have people have time? Uh, so, mm -hmm. it is still stunned, which means the attack has advantage. Tharkoon is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. And he's going to, very spryly for a man of his age, jump up on top of the stone table and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with this Mimics. And he's going to try and hit it with his staff. Start getting in there. 
Okay. He's attacking number one, number two. Uh, <laughs> it would be. It would actually be number two. It says that on the dice, but that's because I set him up weird. Okay. Wait, what? What? Yeah, you got like two, three, and five. He's attacking this one. Yeah. Which is number three or number two? two. It is actually number two. Okay. I'll but don't know because there's another number two on the board. There's a reason I did it. Okay. That's good. there. We go. Okay. Just an initiative is, is weird. All right. Fifteen plus two d six. That's nine. Oh gosh, I can't math. See? No, I know. <laughs> All right. That is number two. Okay. So as he leaps up onto this table, you see that he takes his staff with two hands and he goes like that and just like hits this creature right in the face with his staff and as soon as he does it goes and his lightning bolts stretch all around it you can see that it's taking additional damage from the lightning he pulls his staff back and then he is going to stay in combat <laughs> that's going to end Tharkoon's turn that makes it the giant mimic's turn okay so Disadvantage on everybody. Yeah. So he is going to attack. He has disadvantage regardless. Yep. yep. Everybody. 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 I'm all in hose. Nope. No. Even Rathanax. Who hit him last? Rathanax. Rathanax. Okay. Yeah. Then he's gonna attack Rathanax. No. I did. Oh yeah, it's true. I, I did. But you smacked him. I did sneak him, but <clears throat> I still. I mean, but Rathanax you kind of have a dagger in his. I also compelled duel him. Yeah. Well, he's got disadvantage regardless. Oh, he. Yeah. Oh yeah, he has to he has fight Rathanax. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Well, either way, it was uh, it was attacking you. Yeah. Okay. He so. has a coin for that. Hmm. Interesting. That is a. An 11 to hit. Miss. Okay, a 22 to hit. Miss. Woo! Mm. I would like to think that I'm hey, inside buddy. of it pulling on its jaw. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my sword's like trying to pry it open. Easy. Sorry, it cuts the A 24 to hit. Hit. With his last attack. <laughs> That's 18 piercing damage and 13 acid damage. For a total of, I uh, will get that for you. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. You already used your reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the fresh round. Top of the round. Rea- uh, reaction to rebukes of violence. I, need I thought reactions came back on your turn. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, did they? Like your reaction came back. Round. Round. She yeah. used her reaction yeah. before her turn last time, though. I always thought it was top of the round. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong, I'm I think sorry. it is top of the round. I think it's back. We've done both ways. I'm not gonna. We've done both ways. We're gonna gonna do top of the round for right now. I'll do more research on it. Yeah. Rebuke the violent. I need a wisdom saving throw. Okay. From the one that's just attacked. Mm hmm. Okay. Do you have to see it? 
You would have to know that the attack is happening. Immediately after an attacker... It doesn't say. It just says... I'm saying you would have to know the attack is happening. I mean, I would hear it. It doesn't... It, it says immediately after an attacker within 30 feet deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you, you can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw to, to take radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt or half damage off a success. Okay, you, you have to be able to see it. Okay. You have to be able to know that it's happening. Okay. Because uh, right now you don't know what's going on in the room behind you. Your focus is on these people and you have a stone wall. Okay. Between you. I have a question. Okay. I was concentrating on compelled duel. I have to make a save because I took damage, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What is my save? Is it con the same? Save. It's, half it's, a, damage you took it's a con 19. save, half of 31. So, so, you so 15. A constitution. It's a constitution saving throw. Uh huh. Good tactic you got right there. 26? 26 succeeds, so you're still concentrating. That is a good tactic. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, Linvala, it's still your turn. Okay. I'm gonna smack the one up. And you couldn't have known that. You couldn't have known that I was gonna do that as far as not being able to see him because the spell doesn't dictate that. So, you're still good. On the reaction? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna smack the one that's stunned. Uh, Natural 20. He is no longer stunned because it is not the end of his turn. Do you still have attacks with advantage because of blinded? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. So, yes, still an F20. Good. It's still an F20. Hey, All right. I'm going to pump a smite into that one. So, you did. Who are you attacking? When is he no longer blinded? Uh, whenever the one in front of Arkham, so uh, technically wow. yeah, He makes a con save at the end of his turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your... Oh, technically sorry. two. Huh? Technically two, but on the board three. That's why she's attacking. Okay, number two. Thank you. Right? I'm very confused by that. It's their order in the initiative is number of the dice. One is not actually one. It's giant mimics. Uh-huh. And then I didn't want to put two ones okay. or a four. So this is number one and this is number two. In initiative. Do you want to use a different D6 for the giant mix? Yeah. Okay. That's you got a system. I understand you got a system. You so. got a system. 38 points of damage. Okay. Nice. Very nice. And so I'm going to smack it again. One second. Okay. We're consistently doing over 30 damage. Okay. That was which mimic did you do that to? Uh, two. Two. You did yeah. that 36. You said 30 something? 38. 38. Okay. So when you strike, was that a smite? Yes. As well? When you strike, you can see as this ethereal mist just fractures and then turns into small shards of power. And. (coughs) Oh, you gotta double the D8. Either way, either way, either way. When you strike it, you can see this burst of this purplish energy and you cleave a good portion of this mimics off. You can see his acid like billows out of it onto the floor and it collapses to the ground. Oh. He's dead. That's why I was saying don't double the haze. You're good. He is dead. It's okay. Um, that was just my first. No. Yeah, that was your first attack. Okay, I'll hit the other one. Okay. Just asking. It doesn't like spray out on me. No. Okay. I'm no longer concentrating. And so that won't get any damage. 
Uh, 21 to hit number and that one. you can do that because of your reach. 21 will hit. I thought he used his movement to get like right up on me. No, he couldn't. Oh, you he stopped him. That's right. Okay. <laughs> you smacked him. I'm going to smile nope. into that one too. Roll one, two, one, two. So that's 20 points of damage. We don't want to gang up on this giant man. It's about to be awful. And you said 20 points of damage? Yep. And bonus action, I'm going to smack it again. We're all going to be in this tiny room smacking on this bitch. <laughs> Flash of genius. 30 20 to hit. That hits. Alright. Sorry I said that loud. Six more points. Six more points. Alright. That'll end my turn. That makes it. Merle's turn. Merle's turn. The giant mimics already go? Yes, he did. He yes, attacked Rathnax. Yeah. So that makes it Meryl's turn. Okay. I'm gonna make. I'm hasted. I'm gonna make my first melee attack with my gauntlet. That is a 18 to hit. 18. Yes. On the giant mimics. Yes. Uh, beats it. Beats it. Does not hit. Really? Yeah. Can't use flash genius anymore. Second attack with my gauntlet. That's a uh, dirty 20. So that will put a, a dirty 20 will, yes. will hit. Okay. That's an 8, so that is um, 8 plus 5. Wow. 13. 13 points of damage. 13 points of thunder damage. He has disadvantage on attacking anybody but me. You're still concentrating on your thing too, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Hasted action. I'm going to hit him with my hammer. You have a hammer? I have a hammer. He does have a hammer. I have my arcane So hammer. you have two melee attacks? I have three He's with hasted. haste. Yeah, no, I mean, not naturally, you have yes. two melee attacks. Yes. Mm -hmm. You just never, He's you like, never use them. That's how I don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm mean, stuck in a small room with one, so. Uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. I like the idea, though, of everybody just seeing Meryl be like, all right, fucker, and pull from his back the yeah. line of hammer. Just. <laughs> I've literally never used my hammer before. I'm like, all right, time for the big tool. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. All right, does that end your turn? Yes. All right, Alice there. At the beginning of your turn, I need you to take 18 yep. points of acid damage. Gone. Okay. It has eaten through my temporary hit points. At this missed the first one, hit the second one. Um, How many temporary hit points did you have? 25. Okay, yeah, so at that point, yeah. Did we do enough damage to make it behind? Doesn't have that dynamic. Um, I think that's only purple worms. From inside of it, I want to like kind of push my hands to the side and cast both my beams of Eldritch Blast. Okay. How does how do I do that? It's Let's a see. You spell. Yeah, you would have. Does it auto hit? No, it's a. It's it, an attack it's roll. An attack roll. So you would just have disadvantage. To even though inside I'm inside of it. Of it. Well, let me see. Because that restrained. doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? Yeah. No. But I mean, I'm I'm restrained mm -hmm. and inside of it. You are restrained. It would make sense if attack like, melee to have disadvantage. Yeah, the creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. That might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm. I'm 
Okay, hold on one second. Maybe it's that you can't move your hands to cast uh, like somatic. Yeah, it's some. That, Matt Mercer explained it at one point when they were inside the dragon. Whatever you say, I'll roll with. Yeah, let's see. You can still do hell for me, though. No. Yeah. Not anymore. Oh, dang. Gotta wait for his next turn. No, right. no we, we just said it was I don't have it prepared as a spell. I can use it once. I thought it was as a reaction. As a it is. As a reaction oh, for it's, a, it's a... But uh, it's a racial feature. Gotcha. So, so it's I can use it day. once. Oh. I don't have a... Yeah, no, I'm going to say you can do it. All right. Well, so, with a straight roll? As a straight yeah, roll? as a straight roll. Cool. First roll, natural 20. Hey! Fuck yeah! Thirteen points of force damage. Explode it like a man black. <laughs> that would be dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's moved back ten feet. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I can. I, no, I don't know push that. that one. Make it get fat. Second attack. Just make it get fat. That's what you're seeing. Is you're seeing it just go like that. Second attack is going to be a twenty-eight to hit. Twenty-eight to hit will hit. Eleven more points of force damage. Eleven more points of force damage. Okay, so the way that I think that it would it would work is in like I guess dragons it's a different condition than restrained. It might be like grappled or something. And the way that Matt Mercer phrased it was like when Grog's inside of him, you know, he can't he doesn't have enough room to swing his axe, so yeah. he would have disadvantage. Yeah. But with it being magic it's like- and it's really just like this. You know, mm-hmm. and the fact that there's nothing on his stat sheet that says he has disadvantage while he's inside of you, and restraint doesn't say you have disadvantage. Yes, I'm gonna it, say. It. Yes, it does. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Okay. So if you want to add back that, thing. add back that 16 and make those first two rolls that. No, it's roll. fine. We'll roll with what I we mean, have. I'm not trying okay. to be anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm also <clears> saying <throat> that like spells, you should be able to do this. Maybe, maybe it's mm-hmm. like a this motion yeah. or something. I don't know. Eldritch Blast is going to be something true. small. Yeah. Okay, so right. is that in your turn? Uh, no, I'm also going to uh, bonus action. Some of those are. Negative, Ghost Rider. It's Jazz Hands. No. Um, I'm going to use two points of my healing light on myself. Okay. Oh, shit, if he dies, we're not going to get Ozark back. Well, we'll cut it open. I'm working and on it, and that'll end, and that'll end my turn. We'll cut it gotcha. open and resurrect. That makes it Nicholas's turn. You still have the inspiration. I do. Okay, he is going to use Bardic Inspiration on Limbala. So you have one D10 Inspiration dice. These are not uh, concentration, are they? No, he just throws those out. Uh, that makes it Rathanax's turn. Okay, on my turn. Are you sure it's not Mimic's two's turn? Uh, he be, did. Yeah, Mimics 2 should be dead. Yeah, he did. Sorry. It's dead on my side. Yeah, you're right. From the last, is it updating on yours? No, no, no. I was, yeah, uh, I've got gotcha. my thing on. Okay, so I'm going to... I appreciate how you phrased that, by the way. Are you sure something? Sorry. Instead of just... No, I'm saying I like the way you did oh, okay. It. Instead of just telling me I'm wrong... <laughs> Sorry! You said... Stop yelling at me! Are you sure? <laughs> uh, it wouldn't make... Well, since I'm still concentrating, this is a question. I'm concentrating on compelled duel. Can I still cast command? Because it's not com- command is not a concentration. Then yes, as long as it is not another concentration spell. Fuck. It doesn't. It doesn't speak my language. I can't. I'm just gonna attack it. Okay. Do what you do best, homie. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Do that. what you do best. <laughs> I don't have. I wouldn't have advantage for any reason, do I? Uh, no. Could I move to a space where I could get advantage? You won't, because okay. he's backed up against the wall. Gotcha. He has nobody at his back. No. 
so that is a 14 to hit. I think we'll miss. Uh, yes, sorry. Yeah, and that one. And that one. Okay. So that's my turn. All right. Does that one hurt me? No. Not going to do that to y'all. He's got a lot of blubber and body in between him and you. That makes it number one's turn, which is actually number two. He's going to move five feet, and he's going to uh, attack Linvala. Reaction? He's already in that space. Oh, he's already in, his, in her range. Okay. Bring it on. See, this is... I apologize, guys. I get confused as hell, especially with creatures that I am not familiar with. No, we do, too. So, we are we are going to... We're learning all this we together. All we are learning just now that the target is subjected to the adhesion trait. Oh, okay. So, what does that mean? At the, at the end of all of his attacks, besides the bite, he is subject to the adhesion trait. Sticky. So, his pseudopeds are sticky. So, he's going to attack you, Limbala. Okay. Oh, okay, I see. That is a 21 to hit. Okay, you take 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Not a fan. Unsubscribe. Unpop. I mean, if it's wedged in there, can you just keep pumping smites into the weapon? And. Yeah, you have to hit me one. Okay, so you are now grappled by the pseudopod. You only get bludgeoning damage. Yeah, no, just bludgeoning damage. So you are also grappled. Let me go ahead and add that. This is Mimic's one's turn. Yeah, which is actually two on the board. Okay. Gotcha. And grappled, he does not have a. T- he does not have advantage. I'm so stupid. I couldn't think of the board against the Correct. Yeah, you just can't. That's okay. Right. I won't move until you're dead, buddy. He's gonna attack you again. Okay. That's a 17 to hit. That'll miss. And then he's going to try and bite you with a 26. Yeah, that'll do it. That's 18 uh, piercing damage and 13 acid damage. So 31. Did she swallow No, that is a full action. Alrighty. Well, of course, that's going to be his turn. So it's, it's 31 points of damage and she's grappled? No, the pseudoped was what grappled her. Not only does 18 points of damage when it hits her, his bite is what does 31 points of damage. So it's th- okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah so no, you're good. You're 18 good. 18 and then 31. Quick question. Yes. So Plus since we're all in the lights right there, and we're all here. Is that dim light right here? Is this dim light? No, that is a wall. No, but is it in dim light? Is this in dim light? Is it? Uh, is thing for the I'm gonna say between the torch that somebody dropped right here. Yeah. And the it's light of the next casting And the light of Unar, which you still have, it hasn't been extinguished. It's not in dim okay, light. Okay, that's fine. Makes that's sense. fine. I was just trying to see if I can get advantage. Okay, so I'm going to use. Enemy within five feet. Well, I mean, if that's for yeah. your sneak attack. I'm so I'm going to use my bonus action to cast um, Shadow Blade. Okay. Um, so I am going to roll a hit. 
Okay. I think Shatterblade has its own property as far as to hit, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I tried to make all the builds just, just around the spell. First. Which one? Shadowblade. Okay. Oh, thank God, that was almost a two. Okay, so. Shadowblade is a better ice knife. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's better, just sword general. Okay, so. Sorry, it's under spell list. No, it's fine. It doesn't have a modifier, so I guess it, I guess it's just a straight. Uh, Shadowblade should be in your attack action. You would use the same stats as your dagger. So if you go to actions. Okay, so same as dagger. Yeah. Okay, so. Are okay. you sure Shadowblade isn't with there in there with the dagger? Because a lot of times his arcane spells are in there if it's a dagger, it's a sword. Uh, use the stats. Use the attack modifier of the short sword. Is short sword or dagger? Does it say that it projects? A, a blade, or does it, no, it says, envelop a blade? You weave together threads of shadow to create a sword of solidified gloom in your hand. Magic sword lasts until the spell ends. It counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. Mm -hmm. It deals two d eight psychic damage. Oh, okay. So you're just saying use the modifier because she's proficient. With yes. It. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So use the modifier of the short sword. Okay. So. Um. You don't get the additional d six. You just do whatever the shadow blade does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's twenty six hit. Twenty six hits. Okay, so, and I got sneak attack? Yes, because okay. you have an ally within five feet of him. Cool. Shadow blade with sneak attack. So that is 2d8 plus 5d6. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, can I have a calculator, buddy, because I can't do math? Yes, I gotcha. Okay, so, two, three... Three, six, five, two, and that was eight before I pushed it over. And it was eight before you pushed it over? Yes, yeah, so For eight. a total of 29. Okay, so 29 and 2D, the 2D eight of that, which was six and eight, was psychic damage, if that matters. Uh, let me just double check real quick. No, that does not matter. You okay. said 26? Kyle? Yes. Yes. 29. 29, 29 total. Okay. 29. Okay. That makes a difference. Okay. So, you see Renalia as she's kind of like been kind of taking a couple of steps back, letting Rathanax <laughs> and Meryl just waylay on this creature. You can see as she draws from the air, from the ether, this black blade, just black as pitch, the shadow of a blade. She just kind of lets out this hiss as she strikes the creature right as it was turning to Rathanax, it exposes its neck. And she just slashes right there in the fatty, like, meaty part of its neck. And you can see as this acid just spews out. And he collapses to the ground. Okay. Yay. Can I immediately try and <laughs> open his stomach? Sure. Do I get regurgitated? You don't get regurgitated, but I am out. sure that... I'm cutting you out. I'm going to say that it's going to take somebody's action to get him out. Okay. Yeah. It, I think, but... Well, whoever... Use, yeah. Tarkoon! Tarkoon! When Vala's busy, please Tarkoon's don't pull me busy. out the back door. <laughs> Meryl would be next in the stack. All right, so that makes it. I'm concentrating if that matters, but. Tharkoon's turn. Ooh, I like that artwork. I haven't seen that before. Five, ten, fifteen. He's gonna move to the rear of this other mimics. And what does he do? It's a very good question. What he does. 
so. Nah, he's gonna use a spell. Let's get a little frugal with it, what the hell? Ain't nothing but a thing. Sorry, guys. Fifteen-foot comb. A fifteen-foot comb would mean. <laughs> Not if he's right on top of him. Right. I can't see, I can't see that. He's, at, he's doing it at point blank range. So what do you think, Jake? 15 foot cone goes into the into the area in front of them and then stretches out, right? Yes. Yeah. So if he's at point blank range, then it's not going to affect Linvala. I think he can barely squeak it out. Yes. I'm good with it. Plus I could like lean back. Okay, so as he is moving around to give Linvala advantage, you see as... Um, he essentially just like slightly unhinges his jaw, Tharkoon does. And you can oh. see as with his staff still in his hand, he just he goes <sighs> like that and just lets out a torrent of lightning. Like a breath weapon? Mm-hmm. Some might call it that. Like a breath Some weapon. Some might call that an abomination to evil. Dexterity. A breath from the breath force. Of 16. He was, yeah, he was, he's redeemed. redeemed. DC of 19, so he does the full. Damn, that's anticlimactic. <laughs> it saved and is resistant. No, it did not save. Tell you what. Changed my mind. Not about the spell. There we go, that's more like it. Okay. Take that spell slot off. Okay. So yes, he unleashes this torrent of lightning energy from his mouth, and you can just see as his his beard and everything around his face just kind of shifts as this more primal form of Tharkoon is exposed. And he just just like that. The mimic writhes with this energy fluctuating through its body, and Linvala, you see a perfect opportunity as Tharkoon finishes his movement and flanks the creature. So, with that, it is your turn, Linvala. I'm gonna smack it. That's 22 to hit. 22 will hit, most definitely. Five points of damage. Mm -hmm. That's big damage. 
So, as this creature is still writhing from this attack, you raise your halberd, and it was a smite, right? Mm -hmm. And you can you can hear as the energy is crackling off of the blade of your halberd, this purplish shards of just sheer power. You strike right into the creature's head and bring it down even after the strike, continuing to drive, and you push this halberd in between two of its eyes, and it just kind of weakly falls to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> With that, that's combat. I'm going to say that Meryl, Rathanax, and Renalia immediately jump in and start pulling Alistair out of this creature. Is he? Are you conscious? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm okay. taking two hit points. I would like to just say as, you know, we bring you into the light, I hope this makes us even. Does I'm he have with acid issues as far as like slime and everything like, like that? Mm. Not on your life. Doesn't appear to. <laughs> nothing that healing work or nothing that lay on hands would I'll need just to be used for. The no, no, he has some acid burns, but there doesn't seem to be any residual effects. I'm gonna look at everyone and say, "Well, if they were going to eat any of us, it would be the snack." <laughs> and I'll begin to cast Gary, prestidigitation. Gary, you is so gay. <laughs> All right. Does anyone need healing after I'm perfectly clean? I'm using 21 points of lay on hands to heal myself back up to full. Okay. I am healing myself as well. And is everybody else good? Because I've still got some lay on hands if needed. I'll be fine. Mayhaps we take a small break. Full health. good. I don't think anything happened. Merle, what's your health I think like? He's good. I got, I got oh, 20. Fine. Yeah, he's, okay. he's fine. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, too, just off the record, that trap was not intended for Alistair. <laughs> it wasn't meant for me. It was not, It was meant for you. you I didn't even think stuff? about the Stargazer thing. Wait, I have one question for that, though. Yeah. If he would have grabbed it, could he have detached his hands? No. <gasps> the answer is no. Well, yeah. you would know. Yeah. It might be a little more of an intricate process. Crap. Yeah. I was hoping you. I started to, to say yes, disconnect. but then I thought about it. You would know more about your hands than I would. Yeah. Oh, you can just like will it to just be like, oh my god. Like Part of an artificer <laughs> thing is that they can't, <laughs> your armor can't be removed from you. Okay, gotcha. So. No, but you can. But you um, can remove it. Yes, I can. Remove Thirty it. minutes. Yeah. Something else can't. Remove. No, it's not taking it from you. Like, you could have removed it. Since it all Alistair all kind of limps yeah. over to this table. So is there anything in this room that looks? Anything else that looks important? Uh, probably not to... Any books or anything? Oh, you know what? Shoot. Astrological charts. Yeah, actually, Alistair, before you leave the room, there is something... Uh, I don't leave the room. Oh, gotcha, okay. I left the room. As we're pulling out, you out, I'll say, you know what? When we get back to civilization, I'll build you a damn telescope. <laughs> That'd be fucking dope. And I, like, once again, as we come out, I wave my hands <gasps> over me, and you see as all the shit just starts to dissolve and apparate from I'm, me going to immediately go to the table and just in one motion gather all the papers compile I'll them all. I'll put my hand out and stop his arm from moving. Say, you are far stronger than me. You can force this. I would like a moment. With the papers? Yes. Well, if we're about to take a short rest anyway, then for what? Let, let him take the papers so that we can get to wherever we're getting to to short rest. Please. Or do you want a short rest here? In character. Please. Sure. Okay. 
And then you look at the papers and you can see that they are detailed notes on many different projects. Uh, the book that you were looking at, is it closed by the time you give to him? Yeah. Okay. So you look through the notes. There's many projects that it talks about. There is one tome that seems to be a book of notes. Like, it was a ledger at one point. And I would imagine that you just thumb through it, right? Yep. Okay. Because this looked astrological in some way, I am diving in a little bit. Well, the notes don't look astrological. Out, out here, there were some like some instruments that you might be used to like measure the distance between stars, stuff like that. But these notes don't necessarily seem to be. Oh, what are they called? They're more like workshop notes. I, I still what do they call the Arabic. Um, A giant ball appears. Twenty-six. Okay, no, so. Among the things that as you are thumbing through this, mm -hmm. you can see that there is a schematic for what appears to be a kind of shoulder-mounted ballista that was used by the defenders of Unar. And perhaps you might see a very detailed schematic for an ever-burning torch of... Very large proportions. I'm looking mm. for inspiration in these notes. I'd be more than more than willing to help you with that. Maybe later, but I'd like to compile them for my research right now. Absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. Just as much. And that's as just I can. thumbing through the book fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, so you have the notes back, mm -hmm. Alistair. Yes. As Meryl turns away from the table. You do see something that catches your attention. Astrolabe. On the mm -hmm. table. Okay. And that is what is actually depicted right there. I'm, I'm upon it. Mm -hmm. It appears to be a candelabra. <gasps> which I actually had a little digital token for. <laughs> I grab it. Okay. It's very dwarven make. I hold a Eldritch Blast up to it. Okay. Why? Wait to see if it grabs my hand. Oh, <laughs> okay. No, you feel the cold steel of the candelabra. I let it go, and uh, it's a baby mimic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one point. Yeah. Um, I would like to see if my file of starlight fits on in any of the candleholder. Just set it on top and say Lumos. It, you set it on top, but it doesn't stay. What I'm picturing is is like kind of these dishes. Uh, yeah. Very very shallow dishes with a metal spike where you would plant the yeah. you know butt plug the candle right here. Gross. I look at it and say Numos. Trying to see if it's magical. <laughs> Nothing happens. Can I check and see if it's magical in any other way? Sure. Would you like me to check. Quick question: uh -huh. How long does the Bardic Inspiration? I don't last? even look. Uh, <laughs> is that a combat only thing? Um, no, it's not a combat only thing. But I think it's like it's not long. It's got to be minutes. I thought it was like an hour or eight hours or something like that. Mm, I don't know for sure. We'll say you can hold on to it just because Nicholas isn't here and I don't want to speak for him. Okay. So we'll go in the we'll go in the we'll just assume. we'll go in the rule of cool direction. Gotcha. The Arcana check was a six. A six? Yeah, it doesn't appear to be magical. Look at mirror. <clears throat> Is this magical? <laughs> I'll look for like runes and stuff like that. Uh, or an Arcana check. If okay. Works. Okay. That's good. Um, plus nine, I think off the top of my head, is so that would be a 24. 24, it does not appear to be magical. It's not magical. 
just while we're standing here, like still in, this, in this room and in the room beyond, I just want to use divine sense. Okay, what's the range on that? Sixty feet. You do not sense any celestial fey fiend. Hollow undead. spell. Yeah, no hollow spell. Gotcha. As we move forward, I'm just casting prestidigitation on everybody. Okay. So, are we in fact moving forward? Well, do you want a short rest here, or? I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to get my spell slot back. Sure. Does anybody else want a short rest here? Yeah, so we can short rest here if you guys would like. If Tharkoon's cool with that. Yeah. At one point, Tharkoon does walk up to you, Linvala, mm-hmm. and you can see as he's eye to eye with you, and he just kind of like, while he is walking beside you to go maybe take a rest, he just kind of grasps onto your pauldron, and he says, well done. Thank you. You as well. That uh, lightning mouth breath thing that you did was impressive. Do I ever hear that? <laughs> sure. He did what? He did a thing with lightning. He always does that. He did what? It is a trivial spell. That, uh, I have heard of um, spells that allow you to cast draconic-like spells. It's true. Everybody he, gets... He, he seems to dismiss it, and he's like, it, it's a trivial spell. Can I, I, can I insight for... that and see if he's... Fucking with me? Sure. Or, okay. Fourteen. <clears throat> I can't give you temporary hit points. Do yeah. Come on. How many do you give us? Ten. Ten. Everybody gets ten. Okay, so oh, I can't cool. stack your ten. You did How you many do you have before? currently? You already gave me ten. You said forever. If you, if you lost them, then fourteen. Ten more. I haven't lost it. Yeah, he appears to be telling yeah. the truth. Okay. It, yeah. it appears that he is conveying to you that this is in fact a spell. And not any kind of innate ability. Dragon's okay. breath spell. Which is a yeah, it is a spell. Yeah, I mean, yeah you can get but I was potions just... of dragon or fire breathing. Yeah, I was just I was just curious. As I walk away, I'm like everyone different. tries to be like us, but they ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you do manage to acquire a long rest with this door shut. We do. Oh, a long rest. I'm oh, sorry, a short rest. Oh, I yeah, no. <laughs> I'm a little tired too, guys. I'm a little tired. Uh, you do acquire a short rest. And what would we like to do beyond that? I say let's keep trucking. I'd like to keep pushing yep. on. Keep on trucking. Keep on, keep on. You get everything out of this room that you wanted, Meryl? I assume I got just about everything. I'm assume, we had one exactly. more house. Yeah, let me check. Are there any are there any tools or like I mean yeah, you mentioned things like there. astrolabe type devices or anything? Is there that anything else there, that would assist you? I'm there. good on tools and uh I think all the research here is going to be invaluable. We, we essentially you, took you all the paper. Yeah, yeah. Like from the Meryl did, yeah. But I was also talking about like items, tools, or anything of that nature. I'm going to look longingly back at where the telescope was and say, I believe that's everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so are we leaving the residential district? No, there was we another were, house. We're going to check that house. house. Yeah. Okay. God forbid, don't forget the house with all Who's the gold got, in it. Who's Traps. got the candelabra? Trip. Me. Make sure you Advantage. add it to your inventory. Hey, Zach. Uh, 19 Advantage. for traps. This this is just a rules question. Uh, my defensive field, it gives me 10 temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that it replaces any temporary hit points I already have, mm-hmm. but I already have them. So when he gives me 10 temporary hit points, they stack on top of Does that. Does it matter what order of temporary hit points you I'm, have? I'm going to say tentatively, so do give me the right to give, yeah, go sure. back on that. I'm going to say no, because that seems really dumb. Yeah. Like, temporary hit points, you can't get a ton of them. 
Like you're talking about maybe 20, 25 temporary hit points, yeah, which that brings a, me up to 20. In a big fight is one attack. Yeah. So, so what about our temporal things? That stacks. That That's what I'm stack. saying. Okay. I think that temporary, again, just like I told you with the temples, as long as you guys don't abuse it and figure out some way to make 60 temporary hit points, it's it's all tentative, I'm going to say, that you can stack. Okay. I donate 100 gold. <laughs> 19 traps. In exchange for... 19 for traps. Remind me to tell you about the do not see any traps. Remind me to tell you about the broken infusion. <laughs> don't even mention it. Just 24 for the loot and hidden wall, like false walls. Huh? So, if that's just a, if that's if that's just an ability that you have, that counts. Oh, okay. Yeah, but if it's if it's some way of compounding multiple, yeah. yeah. No. Well, what up? Okay. <laughs> uh, what was it for? Um, 21, I think. He's no. In. 24. 24? 24. 24 something. For loot and hidden rooms and yep. stuff. Okay, Cause I was, I in this house, you do not find any hidden compartments, but what you do find is a large stone safe. <gasps> we found one! The we found last one. house! It wasn't useless! The it wasn't there house. before, but damn it, if you're going to check houses like this, <laughs> you're going to yeah. get loot. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's got a lock on it. Right right here. Here. Picky picky. Right here. Right. Okay, so that's whatever plus... Gonna be ready to attack anything that comes out of it. <laughs> Wait a second, I would like to cast Eldritch Blast on the safe. Jesus Christ. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. I'm ready okay. to attack. Wait, I'm ready to attack. Well, it's, it's like, literally it's a nine. Okay. Nine? Okay, so you try to pick it. Nothing negative happens, but you do not manage to pick the lock. Who's around us? Me. I need someone to drop kick it. Oh, I can do that. I'm a kicky person. You can certainly try. I cast kick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to cast fuck him up. It is a stone safe though. Yeah, so break it. Uh, 17. 17? Yeah. You haul your leg back and you kick the shit out of this safe. Mm-hmm. And you feel one of your toes <laughs> crack really? at a very unnatural angle. Well. Is there anything that I can, like, wedge my hands and try to force it open? It's a safe. Oh, I've got a crowbar. All the seams. I also have a crowbar. (laughs) Maybe let one of the strippers. I mean, if we're willing willing to dedicate, like, an hour to opening the safe. We have two crowbars. They will open the safe. (laughs) (laughs) If you're willing to commit hours to this, um, I am going to say, however, that Tharkoon, at this point, I'm going to say for after an hour... You guys do manage to get it open through your own devices. Okay. But at this point, you do catch that Tharkoon is starting to grow a little tired of this looting. He, he is giving you some disconcerting looks, maybe some dagger eyes here and there, but he does seem to be growing tired of this. I mean, y'all were taking crazy crap. Didn't he say that we had a free rate event in your I'm going to... I'm, no. That was in the hop cave. 
Any play. Let, let it go for now. So Bro. what's in the safe? Bro. What is in the safe? Everybody else had stuff. You find six gold pieces. Uh huh. Two silver pieces Ugh. and six copper pieces. Very good. We'll divvy that up amongst the people and carry. Uh, we will. We will, Mister. You aren't there. Yes. Well, I'm right here with you. So. Mm-hmm. You get three and one and a couple copper. I would like I to hand. A, I would like to hand a copper piece to Rathanax and a copper piece to Linvala. I distinctly being remember that I only have three of those. I distinctly remember and I would breaking like a to, toe over this. And then I would. Oh, I remember fighting the you know automatons with uh, the other girls. Anyway, I would but you like got to, some of. You're right. I did, and I hand yeah. it back. I hand a gold piece to you, a gold piece to you, and I'll say, Renalia has the rest of your cut, and then I'll walk out. <sighs> Fucking snitches, you man. Son of a bitch. How much did I get when we did me that Three up? Three gold, one, and then the copper. As much of the copper as you wanted to keep. Because I didn't take so any of it. Anyway, so I'm going to keep going. How much copper did I get? I'll give one. I think it was six copper pieces. Oh, so I got three copper pieces. Okay. You hand out copper pieces? Yeah. You're so nice. Mm-hmm. I just stared daggers <laughs> at Alex there. All right, so I'm going to roll through this just a little bit. Got a copper piece out of that. Yeah, you did. Putting you guys right back here. To be fair, me and Alistair went out in this hall to the grand chamber. I would like to hang back with Renalia because I know she typically hangs back towards the back of the group. Okay. Indeed, I do. Who has the light of Unar? Meryl. Who is up front with you? I'm not. You and Meryl are helming the front, right? I would then like to. Tell Renalia, I don't know if it means more to you for any particular reason or not, but short of doing for my family, it doesn't mean much for me, and I could already do for them more than they've done most of their lifetimes. And I've got to hand you three gold pieces. If you need it for something, I don't dare to ask what for. But if it means something to you... Hmm. I like... Like tap my satchel and kind of feel how much I got in there. Keep it. If you say so. But as I said before, this makes us even. As long as it's not continued behavior, I suppose it does. All right, Dad. Can I proceed for traps? Sure. Once you step into this new area right here. Oh God! I was about to say I I hang back deliberately. I don't want to get in the cramped space with anybody. Okay. Proceed for traps. I help. Oh, that's a natural one. You can't help. You're all the way in the back. I'm all the way in the back. You're okay. right. Yeah, natural one. You do not see any traps. I am very confident that there are no traps yeah, in here, it. and I continue forward with that same confidence. Okay. And this is why I hang back. <laughs> all right. So stepping into the grand chamber, Tharkoon would pipe up. And he would say, To our left is the throne room of the line of Unar. In front of us is the entrance to the mines. Throne room, mines? Okay. No, backwards. Okay. Throne room, mines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would we go in the mines? He wants to know what's beyond the door. Okay. But you also wanted to inspect the throne room, correct? 
He that was one of the things that he did wish to do. Yes. I'd, I'd say we do the first. Strong room first. first. Yeah. If the more imminent threat is in the mind, then of course third. Mm-hmm. Very good. So standing at the door to these throne room to this throne room, what you can see is is much more than just a simple stone door. What you see is the pinnacle of dwarven smithing and techniques from a defensive standpoint. You see a door that is nigh impregnable, no keyholes. And the other thing that you notice about it is that it is not just a door, it is a work of art. It must have taken lifetimes to craft the ornate details and the filigree and the runes into this door. It's at that point that Tharkun gestures to you, Meryl, and he says, the light, if you will. I'll hold it up to the door. You hold it up to the door, and as you can see, the light that this lantern sheds stretches across the door and seems to invigorate or energize the runes that are carved onto the stone. After a few seconds of seeing this energy just kind of fluctuate throughout the door, you can see that it culminates in the center and exposes a keyhole. It's at that point the Tharkoon reaches into his satchel and pulls out a ring of keys. These keys are very large, very heavy, very clearly of dwarven make. Takes one of the keys, inserts it into the lock, and turns. And you can see the energy that was centralized on the keyhole expands and radiates throughout the door as you can hear cogs and mechanisms turning within the stonework. You hear a loud as the door unlocks. You push it open? Mm-hmm. Push it open. Rathanax at the front. So, what you see immediately on the other side of the door is a room that expands out and then recedes back in. As all of you step into the room, you are slightly taken off guard, and you, Meryl, are fascinated and enraptured 
at what stands between the six pillars. Here, 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 and here. Four mechanized automatons, entirely intact, stand guard in between the six pillars, their swords at their side. And you can see as the light stretches across the chamber, there is a slight hum as their eyes begin to glow a gold color and you can see that the ornate armor that they wear begins to glow with these runes. They turn their head only slightly in your direction and then whip back into place, standing guard. Glad we found that light, huh? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, would like, I would like to go in and inspect them. So I would like to investigate the traps along the way. Okay, make a check. Like, can I give an advantage? Sure. The other thing you're noticing about this 18. room, eighteen, yeah. no, no traps, uh, is that <clears throat> contrary to everything else in this this lost city, there is no rubble. There are no bodies. This is almost an entirely intact chamber, besides the layers of aged dust, and that's it. You, Meryl, walk up to one of the automatons, this eight-foot-tall mechanized being, and you're surprised at the level of inquis inquisitiveness that this automaton shows as you approach. You walk directly up to it, and I would imagine begin examining it, mm -hmm. and it slowly turns its head down. I do this. Tracks your movement. And you can see that as you're bobbing your head like this, and you realize to a normal person this would be kind of odd, mm -hmm. you can see as the creature, once you stop, just kind of goes... just turns its head kind of this ponderous look. Do you understand me? Says nothing. Say in Dwarvish. Say in Dwarvish. Say in Dwarvish. Hmm. In Dwarvish I'll say attention. Does nothing. Hmm. Say something nice. You look pretty today. Ask it uh, its name. Rather it's purpose, something. Take a knee. Like, mm -hmm. feeling the reverence of this room. Take a knee, short prayer to Orphanax, and then okay. approach the throne. Okay. So Raphanax starts walking down the hall. You have a little more time, obviously. I'll follow him. Okay. In Dwarvish, I'll say, um, one step to the right. Does nothing. I'm not sure to understand that. Ask it a question rather than issuing it a command. All right. Um... They're automatons, they're soldiers, they're yeah. inside. Yeah, but they, they might only respond to commands in, from a certain person. In Dwarvish, I'll say, um, who do you serve? <coughs> says nothing. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Do they At that like point, they that Tharkoon, Tharkoon walking by kind of places his hand on your shoulder and he says, while the light does determine us as allies to the line Runar because of who wields it, we lack the ability to command them. But they are intelligent. They can follow 
simple orders. To an extent, they are tactically minded. That's unbelievable. I've never seen any sort of construct that can do something as, as it's as simple as tilting its head, but it implies inquisitiveness. Conscience. Understanding. Contemplation. It's, it's, it's unheard of. It really is. I'm just going to walk all the way around it and study as much as I can. Okay. I'm still approaching the throne. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you took a little prayer, so I'm saying this is kind of happening simultaneously, just that way we can all do yeah. it. Okay. So after a moment of thoroughly examining it, and occasionally, you know, you do see this automaton kind of glancing over his shoulder and then whipping his head back into attention, mm-hmm. just kind of keeping an eye on you, you eventually conclude whatever you're as far as looking at it and learning the ins and outs of the external parts of this automaton. Do I see anything? How tall did you say they were? They're like they're eight foot. Right? Yeah, they're they're like eight foot. They're golems. I mean, they're yeah. They're, I mean, they're based on golems, so yes. they're they're big. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not by no means an expert on constructs. I'm learning more down here than I ever have. But is there any like sort of runes to it that? might indicate exactly how to like recreate this. Not on the outside. Darkoon, I want one. <laughs> I want one for Christmas. Perhaps Maverick will see it fit to bestow one upon you. Alright, we'll continue. That would be really cool. Alright. Out loud, if he says that, I'll say, can Maverick control them? Oh, you say it out loud? And he says, absolutely. <clears throat> Maverick, being one of the line of Unar, can command these beings, these creations, to do anything. Could Maverick control them without the light of Unar? Yes. Without the light of Unar, once these automatons were put into defensive modes, when the city fell, they would attack anything that moved, except a member of the line of Unar. So Maverick could have come down here at any time and made his way to this throne room without having been attacked by any of these automatons. Perhaps heavily against the advice of his council, mm-hmm. but I would not have advised it. Goblins and... Who knows what else would have been down here And the calamity. I don't mean to sound crass, but how many of the... Uh, how many of the god have died to these beings? The automatons? Yes. None. Mm-mm. So the ones that we saw per- perished in the foreground were not from these? No, they're from Calamity. So okay, okay. Because at one point the Calamity took... Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. So, as you step into this room, it is more of the same. It is... Even with my level, hard to describe what you see in this room between the intricate stonework and the artistic expressions on the wall that are carved into the stone itself and what lies on the opposite side of the chamber. This large octagonal room has four huge columns that stretch up to an ornate vaulted ceiling. The chamber seems to be very much intact Besides the mounds of books, scrolls, and chests piled near the center of the room, 
The chamber is neat and minimally decorated. Beyond the central water feature, on the opposite side of the chamber, is a spectacle few alive have seen. A throne of adamantine, with gilded runes, diamonds, and sapphires. The throne of Unar. I'd like to just whisper, can this go in my tent? <laughs> so you, Meryl, of course, have obviously see the books and tomes and scrolls and chests that are piled up kind of in this general area, this general area, this general area, and this general area. What you see before you is obviously a wealth of knowledge and more than likely monetary value. I don't think that any of this here is ours to go through. And you did say that all of this appears to be, like, undisturbed, right? For the most part, besides age, like dust and... Right, yeah, yeah. But it's not ransacked. And are there any doors that lead off from this main room? Nope. One way in, one way out. Darkoon, do you think that there is anything here that we should be um, taking with us? Judging by the integrity of the room... I would say no. Fair enough. Would this Seems be, to be safe here. Would this be a decent place for a long rest? If we can go and lock that door again, maybe. But um, Shoot. Can we lock that door from the inside? If we don't lock the door, Darkoon there are four Holds up the key ring and he says, I can seal the door. Do we want to take a long rest here? I don't necessarily need to. I'm only missing two spell slots, but I've also got like half my lay on hands, so it would be nice. I'm also looking at the time. Now might be a good time. Yeah, you're right. I used all of my lay on hands. There is one more thing that I would like to do. Okay. So if we want a long rest, that's fine. We can get right through it. We'll plan on taking a long rest here after whatever your thing is. Oh, okay. Well, he hasn't left yet because y'all aren't necessarily staying here, it sounds like. Okay. Oh, um, I'd like to ask him. is there? Do you think there's anything here that Maverick would want slash need? Yeah, pers- him personally. Yeah, him personally that you could give to him other than the books we have. Any knowledge? Or- Tharkun seems to ponder this and he looks around the, the room, uh, the, the piles of tomes and scrolls and everything and as he approaches the throne he looks up at the throne and answering your question he says there is nothing here that Maverick would need in the amount of time that it will take him to take his home back but this and he points to the throne, is what he seeks. The throne of his fathers, of his father's fathers. This is what the Zundran dwarves need. A place to weather the coming war. They're both right. 
And it's at that point that he turns to all of you and he says, It's for this reason that I am here. Primarily. But it doesn't diminish the other task. The calamity, the evil that resides in the lower minds must be dealt with. Not necessarily by any of you. By Maverick. By the unyielding sentries and by his armies. They will take this place back. There is only one more peril that I will put you in. And that is to find the means to open the ancient doors into the mines. And to see if there the cataclysm was stopped. If it's intact, it will give the armies of Sundran an avenue to the lower mines. With your permission, I would like to go there. Now. To see that the doors are intact. Either way. To see if the doors and the halls to the mines are intact. So, so he, he wants, wants to, to open, open the, the door. door. Yes. Well, he wants to make sure we can open the door. Lead the way. So, hold on. So, if we can open the door, we, we would like you would like to journey at least down the hall, or do you just want to open the door? Or have the means to open the door? I would like to see the condition of the city beyond the door, yes. Okay. But there is a long stretch beyond this door before you make it into the mines. Is that the only door standing between... Is that really the only thing between us and what was the cause of this calamity? Cataclysm. Is it cataclysm or calamity? Either one. Okay. They're both accurate. Yeah. He looks at you and he says, I will not spin you a falsehood. It's entirely possible that we open the door and find the calamity on the other side. Mm-hmm. But the reward outweighs the risk. If Maverick marches his forces here and finds the door to the mines not operable, or that he cannot march into the mines from there, it means he'll have to split his armies and go down the breach. Can we not find the means to open the door? And he says, and then we have it. And he points to the five-pointed mechanism that one of you has. The, the five-pointed star. Oh, the... This. Okay. Who has that? Oh, that was part of the cube. Yeah. I think Meryl has it. <clears throat> I believe that this, and he takes it from whoever has it, if that will give it. Sure. I believe that this is one of the keys to the door. If we can go there, see what is beyond, give Maverick the path that he needs, then I will be satisfied. Given the current geopolitical climate, is it wise to ask Maverick, or to even give Maverick an avenue to march his armies deep into the mountains. I would propose this. We go to the door, see that it is sealed, and do not open it. We return to Maverick directly from here, and report our findings to him, 
provide him with this key and what we know about what we've seen. Allow the climate of the continent to settle and maybe give time to allow for friends to assist in the retaking of the mines. He ponders this for a moment and he says, I am here to deal with Maldrix. We have done that. It is only one part of my expedition. I will give Maverick the path that he needs to take back his heretical home. I'm I ask that you go with me. I'm with you on this. I want to establish this path. But Maldrix is still out there. If we can deal with him, deal with the Empire, and make friends along the way, the path will still be there and the door will still be sealed. We don't know that. We don't know what be lies beyond the door. But we have, I mean, we know we've all but secured the Anamantine I'm a little, conf- I'm a little confused by your... Are you saying that you want to open the door, gain the information, and then keep that from... No. Yeah. No. What I'm wanting to do is go, see the door is intact, and... And if, then stop there. And then stop there. Stop gotcha. There. Okay. Report to Maverick and tell him, hey, we've cleared it all, the door is still there and intact. Key. Um, here's the key. And I would suggest that rather than him taking his armies down into the mines while there's still a dragon that's possibly harassing Zunderin at some point, he should wait, clear Maldrick from the chessboard, in whatever way that means, possibly make friends with the Empire, possibly, and then once all of that is settled, go back down to the mines and clear it. I feel like, based on just what Sarkoon said originally, that we found the dragon slaying in schematics, basically. Mm-hmm. We have also cleared and made way to the Anamantine throne so that the Unyielding Sentry Anamantine can move his people here and they have a sealed thing <coughs> in mind, so... They have to, but the problem is, is that they don't know what lies on the other side of the door. It might be useless to them. If everything is collapsed and ruined, he can't go into the mines and deal with that problem. That's what Tharkoon wants. He wants to give him the path. So Yes, but if we open the path, and like he said, the chance of the calamity being Maybe I'm misunderstanding. misunderstanding. If we go through this plan like I'm suggesting, best case scenario for Maverick. He comes down here, the door is still sealed, he's able to open it and go down to the mines. That's the best case scenario in, in what I'm thinking. But they wouldn't know what they're walking into. Right. They wouldn't know what they're walking into. But they would know that it's bad. And he could have he, we could easily just go down there before them anyway and scout it out for them at that time. Worst case scenario is he comes down here, sees the door is inoperable or impassable or whatever, and he still has the sentries and all of his forces still in the city working on clearing the path to the mines. An operable subterranean throne room that is safe from yeah. dragon attack. I'd rather have a whole army down me, here to deal with the, the mines. The thing is, is that if beyond the doors is not operable, if it's collapsed like the residential district or something like that, mm-hmm. then he wouldn't march his armies down here. He would focus on what's happening outside. Ah, okay. If 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 it, the path is clear and Maverick can take the entire city back, that is what he wants to do. That is why he sent Tharkoon. So that he, they can come down here while Maldrix is up there. 
I have a question. It's giving them a place to weather Maldrix as well. Ah. So that's You're the question. You're going there regardless, yes. That's the question. Do you say this? Yep. Do they want to be offensive or defensive? With you Maldrix? always want to be offensive and have a defensive fallback. You say, are you going there regardless? Uh, yes. Tharkun says, I am within reach of being able to assure Maverick that he alone can take this city back. Once that is done, then I can turn my attention to other things on this continent. Once I can assure him that the calamity, the darkness has receded into the lower minds, then the task will be his alone. What if it hasn't? Tharkun. If the... Hmm? If the calamity has not receded and we open this door, can you seal it back? The door can be sealed, yes. I see no harm in going in opening the door. The level of recession that we have seen in Unar would tell me that it has receded to the point where it started. And he goes to hand you the key back, but he says, I will not make any of you do anything that you do not wish to do. But if you leave... I ask that you leave the key with me so that I can open the door. So basically, do you want Tharkoon as a player or not? Tharkoon, I'm with you. Did he goes to hand me that? I get, did you have it? I had no, it. he had it. Well, then he would go to hand it back to Meryl. I still reach out a hand. Okay. Take it in this one and then go to shake his hand. Okay. Say. Of your own to like you. I'm with you all the way. And then as I pull my hand back, I'll leave the key in his hand. I'm with you. Maybe you can give that back to him. Actually, he'll go to Renalia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Nicholas? Well, I'm going to get to that. You're, you're, reje- you're rejecting the key, is what he's asking. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, he goes to Nicholas, and Nicholas goes, I don't know, I don't fucking care. And <laughs> we'll see if he has an opinion later. <laughs> and then he looks to you, Meryl. I'll take it. The sooner we can go open these doors and see how far back it's receded, the sooner we can close it back and deal with Maldrix. I still think the offense is the best posture here. And by offense, I mean having talks with the Emperor. My offense is only willingness to have, have the player. I don't know why I did that. Then we rest here and see the door first thing at I'd, Cave O'Clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> cave O'Clock. I would like to look at Tharkoon and say, this is the last thing we have to do in order for us to get out of this mine and have you help us with Maldrix. Correct? Or the Empire. Can the party have a quick aside without Tharkoon? If you ask for it. Could, could we... He I'll, assures I'll, you... I'll give it to him and ask him to go lock the door on that's, the outside. That's, that's the wrong key. The other he has the other key. He looks at you and he says, <clears throat> Besides a short venture beyond the doors to see the state of the tunnel... That is all I will ask of you. 
And once we do as you ask, you will help. You will be able to help with You'll Maldrix, leave with us. Correct? You will be able to help with Maldrix. That's what I want the aside to be about. Well, I've already asked it. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We just, we just want your assurance that if we help you with this, that you will help us in the future. Maldrix is more of a blight on this continent than you realize. I have known Maldrix and known of Maldrix even before he was imprisoned. We will certainly, I will certainly be going after Maldrix. If you would like to join me, then you're more than welcome, but we will need to give the Zundran Smiths time to forge these weapons. I think we can buy them time. Okay. It's it's later discussion, but just keep in mind what I requested about coming to the uh, talks that we will be having at Zunger. You asked that last session. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just keep in mind. And that's what he when he told you Mm -hmm. if he can deal with all of this, then he can start. Before Maldrix. Playing his hand, yes. Yeah. As soon as he can assure Maldrix... Is the raccoon supposed to be a part of the, uh, the Meryl, the Ferosa Summit? I'm asking him to be. Okay. He asked him last session, and he told you that as soon as he can give Maverick a pathway <coughs> to take back his kingdom, <coughs> then he can look at other avenues. What's, look his, at other places. what's his political approach? Well, we're not going to get into that. Wow, okay. But he's a, he's a wise and powerful member of this continent. Gotcha. That's my mindset. Who do you believe to be the most dangerous Darth Maul? That is a conversation that I would prefer to have another time, perhaps over a glass of wine. Fair enough. If you were to hear answers to your questions directly from Anaibo, who would you choose? <clears throat> from Anaibo, it would depend on the nature of the questions. I'm... But if you could, would you take those answers as fact? Yes. Very, um, I'm done. Alright, so let me ask y'all this. He's wanting to go right now to the doors. Okay, y'all are wanting to take a long rest. I don't need a long I'm rest. I'm good with going to the doors. I'm going okay. I don't need and a long that would be a good rest. place to stop okay. once we get to the doors. I don't have to work tomorrow. Just that's it. Well, then fuck it. Let's, then keep let's fucking keep well, going. Hang on. He's not the only one here. Oh. Yeah. What do we got? I got I got to work I tomorrow have, a little later. I have to work tomorrow. I'm working half a day, but I don't care. I have I have to be at Jeffco. I, I have to be at the Jefferson County District Courthouse at nine thirty tomorrow morning. So that's my only obligation tomorrow. Edit this out, maybe. I have work, but I don't care. What time is work? It doesn't matter. I stay out until four a.m. Oh, it does not matter. I well, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't All sleep, right. man. And we took a half day. Because we're going. Well, Madison does have to go home. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, we'll expedite the process just a little bit. We'll say that you go out through the main doors where you came in. You take what would be a left. We we did close the doors. Yeah, I was going to say, Tharkoon would lock these doors. On our way out, mm-hmm. I'm just going to 
write something on a piece of paper and leave it on the first step uh, towards the throne. Okay. I'll Noted. Just, I'll just write M-U on the front of it. Okay. So. They're all frozen. No. <laughs> Walking down these halls. This is a different ambience. So, the halls before you are by far the most damaged and, oh, I'm sorry, let me start over. The halls before you are by far the most untouched, unblemished of all you have seen. The almost immaculate stonework and pillars tell of an unspoken tale of a sea of fire and darkness that was stopped by the loyal shields of the Golden Guard, who fell holding the Calamity back so their creators could escape the massacre of Unar. So when you tally it up in your head, what it comes up to is that these doors that you approach is the line in the sand that the Golden Guard drew. Locked beyond these doors they stopped the momentum of the calamity. Beyond this door is their tomb. On the door itself, you can see the sturdy motif of the dwarves and what is not at all a work of art but a work of symmetry, geography, not geography. Geometry. Geometry. <laughs> and arcane prowess. Before you is the symbol that all of you are familiar with. Five keyholes surrounding a dwarven heart and a much larger keyhole in the center. As you, Meryl, hold up the light of Unar, you see that one of the keyholes at the very top is exposed. You take the five-pointed star, hold it up for comparison, and you can see that this is, in fact, the key to this keyhole. That's where we're in the session. Mm. Mm. I want to know what the... You've got to break off the ears. If you're out there in listening land, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Hello out there in listening land. For all your Funko Pop and authorized Warhammer needs, 
Check out our December deals. Buy three, get one free on Funko Pops. Flat rate shipping on all orders. All new minis and new battle map dungeons available at Cody's Collectibles. That's Coco's. Come visit us at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama. Online shipping available at cocosandmore.com. That's C-O-C-O-S and more.com.